uh, just hopefully it'll bless you. So, so this is going to, when we talk about today, probably cover everybody, not just couples. But we're going to um, talk about the, you know, the, the benefits of, of relationships and, and this particular boot camp. And then we'll probably get into some boundaries in the time that we have left. So we're going to ask that you trust God through this process. Stay open. You know, every day you're trying to find out what you don't know, not trying to prove what you do, all right? Uh, embrace humility. Um, embrace humility. Embrace humility. Uh, stay focused. Uh, and we're just going to ask you to maintain some discipline as you hear some of these things that God wants us to talk about. You know, life and love comes at you fast. It's, it's without warning, you know. I, I, I met this lovely lady at church. I was not prepared. I finally had locked into, okay, I'm good, Lord. I just, you know, I'll just be with you for right now. And, and you know, I don't want to deal with no more of this drama. And then, boom. He and here me, I come. He hit me with Melanie Brad <laughs> With <boy>. drama. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that part. I was going to leave that out, you know. <laughs> hey, uh, we're going to be real here, so I mean. Yeah, you know. but, but, you know, uh, <laughs> 27 years later. Going on 28th in August, uh, we're the best of friends. We spend a lot of time together, so we better be friends. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Like the the we'll talk about this, but but all your relationships, even the, even your partners and your boys, and yeah, everybody cool when you kicking it. But the relationship is tested during the tough times when somebody says something you wouldn't say or do something mm -hmm. you wouldn't say or flow a different way, and now you have to have those tough conversations. You know, um, so we've had a lot of tough conversations. I've gripped my teeth a lot. I was like, ah, something else I done blew it. Um, so so it's, it's tough conversation. I was having a conversation with someone uh, in this uh, congregation about having some tough conversations, you know, with their spouse, mm. you know. Because you, you, you're thinking it. You're feeling it. It's getting on your nerves. And it's not just spouse. Some of your parents get on your nerves. Some of your brothers and sisters. Some of your employees. And, and, and you can get all worked up and, and you, know, you can wait till you explode to talk to them or you can actually hey, 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 when you did this let me tell me what you were thinking I'm going to tell you how it affected me but I just want to know what you was thinking mm -hmm. and you'd be surprised people don't realize uh, they habitually are crushing people mm -hmm. you know and they may need you to bring it to their attention yeah I, I was thinking through what you just said and I was thinking about how a lot of times we hold things in uh, one, we hold things in because we think that the other person can't handle it. Two, we hold things in because we're trained to just don't say nothing because mama didn't say nothing. You saw your parents or whoever uh, you deemed as authority in your life, they didn't say anything. They just went status quo. Um, but what I realize is uh, we cheat ourselves when we don't walk in truth. And the truth of it is, like what you said just a few minutes ago, what happens is we explode. When we just had enough, we just explode. When you don't have to even go to that level, you could just simply tell the person when you don't have, you know, you're not ready to explode. You can simply tell the person, hey, when you said this, I felt like this. Uh, you know, and, and really start to be real and honest because that's where the anointing of God is resting on the truth. It's truth that God desires in our inward part. And sometimes that truth, we're ashamed to share it. We don't know how to share it. And it takes humility to share a truth that's uncomfortable. So to, today, open that you'll, one of the things that you'll embrace is just truth. God is desiring us to walk in truth. 
because the, the, the truth of the matter <laughs> is that, you know, no one is just basically evil and just trying to make your day hard. They just don't know that they're affecting you in the way that they're doing it. You know, sometimes we can be harsh in the way we talk to people, but we, we're not the ones on the other side receiving. So it's very difficult for us to even, you know, fathom the thought of you're, 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 you're evil or you're not evil, but you're talking harsh. And, but it's important that the other person make you aware. Now, you can't be in denial and be like, okay, that's just them. They just, I remember when the, you and I were, were coming up, and, uh, you know, I'm from Ohio. He's from Newark, New Jersey. The East Coast people are different. They just are different. They're very, well, <laughs> well they're very, a matter of what fact. You your head for? Hey, they are. They're, they're very like, different. Yeah, they they're, are different. They are, and, and I remember working, I, had, I used to do, uh, I was a loan officer, and I would talk to these East Coast people. Actually, I didn't know they were East Coast people. They was, they was sharp. They were like impatient. They, <laughs> well, they were impatient. You know, they, they were very aggressive, and I was like, well, who is this I'm talking to? And I looked at the paper, and sure enough, they were from the East Coast. So when I meet my husband, you know, I'm from Ohio, so that's cornfield. That's, you know... <laughs> We're very polite, you know, and 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 yeah, not saying that you weren't polite. <laughs> I'm just saying you good, you good, you good. <laughs> We're just a little bit different, and so merging those two cultures together was like a fight, you know, because I was I was desiring something from him that he couldn't give me if he tried, and then vice versa, you were requiring some things of me that I could I just it just wasn't in me at the time. So we grew to, to co coexist together, and, and I just want to, but we had to be truthful. That's the thing. That truth, man, will set you free. The scripture says the truth will set us free. And so, you know, what, what happens if, if truth is bound up in us, well, then we're not free, right? We're just, we're bound. We're constipated. And that's a horrible thing to be constipated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about very, it. Very good point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That's horrible. Because we're not. We're, oh, we're my goodness. Saying? I just got it. Go okay. So when you constipate it, <laughs> when you that one constipate it, it takes a little while to get it out because, and it's hard. Because <laughs> why? You hadn't been flowing. <laughs> Come on now. You hadn't been flowing. <laughs> So we're designed to flow. We ain't designed to hold stuff in. That's that's. The, you see what I'm saying? Hey. Do <laughs> you relate to that? Everybody I, relate to that. Well, well, and the thing is, and sometimes you gotta push and strain. <laughs> I'm saying sometimes you gotta push and strain to get it out. And so you don't have to go through all that. You could just, you know, take the the the. They have mucinex and stuff like that to help that, but. You have truth to help you to flow. Yeah. There That's you good. Go. You know, the thing is, like, like we're not designed to store, store things anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so she <laughs> talked about the physical and related it to the emotional. Mm -hmm. um, and spiritually, like, you're not designed to store stuff. And eventually it's coming out. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like, even if you eat the wrong foods, it's mm -hmm. coming out. A lot of times it, it manifests as toxins, and mm -hmm. the toxins manifest as cancer. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, cancer. Like, like we think cancer is like almost like a, a, a virus mm. that's running around. It's not a virus. <laughs> it ain't just running around and I touched you. Oh man, I got your cancer. Mm. 
No, no, no. It's starting from the inside out. And it's based on what you put in you. Mm. And so the thing is like, like the same thing if you just say, some, some people go, well, see, I handled that well because I didn't say nothing. Mm. But did you store something? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And everything you store is eventually come out. The challenge is it comes out later and greater. So what would have come out as a truth or a disappointment now comes out in, a, in an explosion or hysterical, mm -hmm. depending on, like me, I was stored up for three months, and every three months, we, we, we had, look, 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 we had to monitor me, like, you know, like, you know, you, you had to monitor your, uh, your calories, we had to monitor, like, okay, dude, something's happening here, you know, and, and we realized every three months, this is first before we learned what we're telling y'all, I would explode. He would explode. And I'm talking about, so, but in my mind, I'm going, I let that go, I let that go, I let that go, because where, where I, I was an explosion, we would get firecrackers like every day. So to me, I'm looking at, I'm not, you know, was it cherry bombs or whatever. I'm not doing the little firecrackers. And that would be her complaints. And I just let it, you know, I just let it roll, let it roll, let it roll. Then, you know, this is where I would blow it. I'm going to tell you all right now. I'll blow it right here. I would go, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm not letting this one go. That's where I would blow it. Because yep. every time that turned into an argument, yep. because when I said I wasn't going to let it go, I had reached the limit. So instead of me just communicating, hey, when you said this, all the little things we're going to tell y'all, I wasn't doing that. I would explode. But I'm, felt, I'm feeling what? Justified. Because I, I, I didn't do these little firecrackers. <laughs> but I didn't realize how much I stored. So when I opened my mouth, I, she couldn't hear me. Mm -mm. I scared her. Yeah. Literally. Oh, I, you know, people from Jersey is different. But a man storing up stuff that been through a lot from North New Jersey is almost like a volcano. But I, it's not a volcano to me. It's just me telling Expressing you how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't frightened. see that. I was scared. Well, the thing is, there's three things that women need, and that's safety, security, and stability. And so all three of those were threatened at the time when he would you know blow up like that and it was so funny because I would do something like remember you talked about the little firecrackers to me it was just a little firecracker right <laughs> well when he would blow up <laughs> I would say it's not that it's not that deep I'm so sorry no 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 I mean it was like I was trying to calm him down but the more I tried to calm him down the he was like oh no you asked for it, <laughs> it was like, no 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 wait, wait, where was your don't put your don't, don't, put, don't the put the quarter in the machine if y'all want to play the game <laughs> So I'd be like, you already put the cord in the machine. Now you want to turn it off. <laughs> Too late now. And so, so the scripture says, <laughs> be angry and sin not. not yeah. You know, it says, put all these things, uh, put off uh, filthy communication, lying to one another. Put, up, put off all these things. Like, mm -hmm. put off anger, mm -hmm. filthy communications, and lying to one another. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't operate in those things. It says, walk in the spirit should not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Mm -hmm. This is a key, a key to all flowing is it says wisdom from above is first pure mm -hmm. James 3 uh, 17 wisdom from above is first pure then peaceable easy to be entreated mm -hmm. so if it's if it's filtered through wisdom the person can receive it mm -hmm. if it's filtered through your emotions if it's filtered through your intellect mm -hmm. if it's filtered through uh, you mad mm -hmm. that person can't even hear mm -mm. you mm -mm. But if it's filtered through wisdom, it's easy to be entreated. It's without, par without partiality and full of mercy. 
See, that, that full of mercy means I'm not communicating to make her pay. I'm communicating for us to get in agreement. So a lot of times, we, oh, no, 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 you about to pay. Well, that's, that's, we'll get into this, you know, a couple weeks from now when we talk about communication. That's an assumed intent. So you're going into the conversation already mad, assuming the person was trying to hurt you. No, you are hurt, but that doesn't mean they intended to hurt you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? So, so uh, the thing about this, we're going to be talking about a few things, but and, and we're going to talk about the different dynamics between male and female as it relates to every relationship. Because some of your, some of your, some of the fellas, you hang out with the fellas. Some of the fellas getting on your nerves. Mm -hmm. Some of the girls getting on your nerves. Like you, 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 you getting a little tired of their mess. But y'all been around for so long, so you letting it go, or you don't want them talking about you. Uh, some of your your brothers and sisters, aunts and uncles, nieces and nephews, these people getting on your nerves. Guess what? Some of the husbands and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends are getting on your nerves. And, and the thing is, if we don't understand the dynamic of people's designs, so you, you, you have logic for a reason. A lot of guys are logical. doesn't mean women don't have logic. A lot of women are emotional. doesn't mean guys don't have emotion. And then we grew up in a society of nurturing and discipline. So sometimes we don't have the discipline, so all we get is nurturing. And, and, and I, I, I can tell you, there's probably a thousand women in here that goes, they feel justified because they care. That's the flow. That, that's my baby. No, that's God's child. And so we'll say that's my baby, and we mm -hmm. think that, that that gives us a pass on giving the child mm -hmm. too much nurture. Mm -hmm. And then we facilitate that child actually going through craziness in their life because they don't know how to handle everybody else that wasn't trained by you. That's good. I was talking to a referee before the game yesterday, and he's like, man, these kids out here crazy. He said, I can't wait till the referee season is over. Mm. He, said, he, said, he said, man, he said, and the kids are tripping, but the parents. <laughs> he said, man, the parents are out here going off. I said, I know what it is. The parents are almost wanting you to treat the child like they do at home. Only it's the basketball court. Mm -hmm. Oh, we had one, uh, one of the kids yesterday at the game. Oh, the guy fouled him. He fouled him. Ah! He, he just went off. Like. <laughs> so, so, so that was bad. And the ref called a, 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 a foul or something or a warning, had him sit down. He's on the side, <laughs> turning red, crying, this is going on. That, that, was, that was bad, too. I figured out why. Uh -uh. I heard somebody walk by and uh -oh. go, these refs are a trick. So I was just looking at the person I was with, your husband. I said, <laughs> I said did he say the refs are a trick? Because I was like, where is the refs a trick? Then I heard him in the back, man, that was a terrible call. I said, I said, who is that? I was like, who is that? Because everything that was done was, was right. It was the grandfather. It was the grandfather. They, then he went and, and pulled him to the side. No, that kid needs to sit down and stay out the game. So he was nurturing him. Mm. And this is the thing about nurturing. If you nurture a... Uh, I had this note for you guys, but if you nurture a man or a male too too much, you'll pacify their delusions. Mm. So he says, you know, illusion is I, I I I'm not seeing a reality, right? Delusion is I'm defending it. Mm. 
and you just keep pacifying it. The challenge is you can't translate that child from your house to win with everybody else because everybody else is telling them you're delusional. You're tripping. And they think y'all crazy because mama said I'm okay. Or daddy said, in this particular case, granddaddy said, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, the same thing if you, I, I want you to jump in here after I make this statement. It's the same thing like with mothers are, are you know, you know, I, 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 I know what to say. A father figure sometimes can come across harsh, especially if he's from Newark, New Jersey, right? <laughs> you come across harsh, but but they, they, they can, they'll forge your inner strength. Like when you, even though, because I know a lot of times the nurturer looks at the disciplinary like, oh, oh, oh you're going to break them. Is that too much? No, 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 no. It's not too much. The Bible says, you know, the Bible says this. Be the child. They shall not die. Amen. That's what he said. It ain't telling you to beat your, beat your child's senses. What it's saying is, like child CPR, when, it, when I was learning that and I was just trying to hit the back of the baby. The, it was a fake baby, but I was going like this. The lady said, what you doing? The lady said, I said, well, what? I said, well, I don't want to break the baby. She says, there's something this is in the child's throat that could kill him. She said, thrust, hit some thrust, you're trying to get it out. Same thing, the, the, the discipline is trying to drive out the spirit that could kill him. Destroy their entire lives. So, the requisite discipline, not abuse. Hmm. Right? And so this is, so, so a father is trying to give that requisite Discipline. That the nurturer needs to be there when the child is feeling the wounds. And like, hey man, you shouldn't have done it. <laughs> shouldn't have been stupid. Daddy wouldn't have worked. <laughs> right? You understand what I'm saying? Like, so so it's a balance. Same thing with a a, a mother, though harassing at times. Some of y'all think uh, moms are harassing, male and female. They're forging an inner focus because all that. Did you do this? 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 You know, you know how you shut them up? Do, oh, look, look, look. I noticed all the females had the response there, right? That's how you shut them up. You do it. Yeah. But in our society, you, they think you shut them up by complaining about them talking. No, you shut them up by doing it. So, so they, it actually can forge a level of focus. Oh, that's real good. I mean, especially for the young people, you know, if you want to get, you, you want your mother to get off your back, just do what she tell you to do. I mean, it's just that simple. It's just so simple. It really is. And so, uh, <laughs> it's just that simple. Seriously. It ain't rocket science. Oh, it really isn't. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, so, so we're going to talk about a lot of lies, but we'll talk about two different types of lies because either you're single or you're mm-hmm. in covenant or you're married. Now, some people try to be in between. They try to simulate marriage. There's no such thing. Right. Either you commit it or you're not. Mm-hmm. I'll repeat that. Either you're committed or you're not. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so, so, so I'm be nice, but I was, I was, uh, I was, I was heard one of you say something about uh, divorce the other, the other day. They was playing around. They have their own little code. I don't know what they was talking about. Honest with you. But when I heard the statement, I was like, divorce? What are y'all talking about divorce? I said, so now y'all Simulate marriage, and they might not have been. They, they again, they had a code. But I remember we we would come up with, and folk would be like calling people wifey or oh, yeah. or that's my wife or mm-hmm. you ain't married. Mm-hmm. That ain't your wife because mm-hmm. you could always leave. Mm-hmm. 
office wife, office husband. Yeah, no, that ain't your husband and wife mm -hmm. because they, they're, they're not bearing the entire responsibilities mm -hmm. of your family, the domestics and stuff like that. that, that's, that that's a toy. Mm -hmm. that's, that's somebody you're playing with. Now, the, the covenant ain't, 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 a, ain't, a, it ain't a game. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 trust me, I'm married 28 years. It's not a game. It's pretty serious. Right? Well, it, it, it <laughs> <laughs> so if, if that's a dangerous game to play, it really is because, especially for women, guys can maybe bounce back, but a woman is a really, she's an emotional being. That's just the, the nature of who she is. And when you start to um, make her feel like she's more than what you're willing to take that next step for, she's already vested her heart her mind, her soul is already vested and it's unfair to uh, have her uh, in limbo mm. um, wondering she is desired, wondering if she's good enough, wondering if she has what it takes, wondering if you want her. Yeah. If, see, because it's one thing, see, see we, we, could, we could get, uh, as women, and this is something I'm, I'm going way back when I was younger. When a man shows an interest in you, I didn't know, and I'm, I'm saying uh, from a, from a uh, Lord, here I go again, <laughs> yeah. uh, intimate. When they show, uh, you know, uh, a passion for you and you give in to that passion, <laughs> <laughs> when he moves on, it devastates a woman because she's her mind. She's been she's been groomed to be desired, to be pursued. She's been her whole essence of who she is. A woman is designed to be pursued, and so when that's when the man pursues her, but in the wrong way, she drops her guard, and now she is devastated, and it's hard for her to come back. It's very, it very difficult for her to come back. And don't let her have a, a, a child that's not yours. That's even more devastating. So you have to, be, you have to handle women that you're, you're dating. If you're dating, you've got to handle them with care because that's God's child, number one. But then you want to make sure that you're not uh, adding any uh, turmoil uh, to her life. Drama. Drama, trauma. trauma to her life because it's harder for her to recover. It's so much harder for her to recover. So that's just something when you said that, you know, sometimes, you know, people, they play like married or, and they do things that married couples are supposed to do. When you start to do things outside of that uh, or, or moving in that direction and you're not committed, that is a dangerous place for a woman. So I just want to just say that because well, the other side of this, <clears throat> other side of this, to to, uh, I'm not your parent, but to to the daughters out there, you know, you have to go in protecting mm. yourself. Yeah. You know, so so, and this is the thing: you have a single life, and you have a covenant life, or and again. There really shouldn't be in between, but I know we're in 2020. People shack up. People do all, all different types of things, and I'm not judging those things. Once again, like we said in the 915 meeting, 
y'all gonna do what you want to do. Our job is to give you the consideration, mm -hmm. and then now you can make a healthy choice from there. But because we said it, like we're gonna love you from wherever you at. Mm -hmm. You know, Absolutely. I mean, we we've counseled people from every stage. People don't have to be ready made when they come to counseling. Hey, what? You already together? You already bought the ring? Well, that's not our process. So roll up out of here. No, we don't roll like that. We'll just start from where you at, but we'll give you truth at that point, right? You know, we, we took them to premarital. We challenged them not to have sex till to, to, to they got married. You know, uh, regardless of what they was doing before that, you know, again, we weren't in their business, but it was like, okay. And if they would have said, well, that's crazy. It, that, it's impossible. We still would have counseled them from there. There's some other people in this room that could attest to that. Mm -hmm. We just counseled them from there. But, but we still want to give you the... <laughs> we, we still want to give you the idea and hopefully the boot camp will uh, challenge you and, and all of us do it like when you recognize all you can do is make the adjustments from where you are you can't go back in time mm -hmm. and the thing is once you hear the truth challenge yourself say Lord help me to get there look at it as a target we always say when we're teaching this hard look at it as a target Lord help me to get there um, and so with these two type of relationships everything in our life if we start with what God originally planned plays off of God Play off of God. John 15, 13, it says this. John 15, 13. It says, greater love, greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Mm -hmm. All right, so anything in relationship, I'm going to say is going to start with that foundation. Because ultimately, if we're single, we're going to be in a relationship with someone that's laying down their life for us. So as a single, who's already laid down their life? Christ. Right? So, so, so you know, as a Christian, we live in Christ. We're, we're in community with Christ. So for us to commit to anyone else, they have to be operating with that God love on the inside. That lay down their life. Not a person that's selfish. Right? You're, you're, you're going into a relationship uh, uh, building on the relationship you already have with God not taking a step down or a step away from God mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying so if, if any relationship takes you out of the presence of God out of your communion with God you already know that's a red flag but we, what we do is we get into these situations we go well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to convert the person well you, you're leaving the presence of God you don't even have the power to convert you're supposed to maintain your position in God and let them come to you. Right. That is so true. You don't leave the presence of God trying to fix somebody. That's like you going in the quicksand and saying, I'm going to help somebody out. You know what the problem is? You're both in the quicksand. Right. You maintain your foothold, throw a rope down, and give them an opportunity to, to uh, climb their self out. Do they really want to get out? Mm. Can't somebody tell you from the quicksand, I really want to get out, but I need you to come in and help <laughs> They, who hasn't moved? They haven't. Who's, who's given up the most? You have. You left your, your position of security mm. to get in an insecure position. They have not moved. Mm. They're in the turmoil. You would think they make the first move. To, you have the benefit. You with God. Mm -hmm. So you would think, hey, 
If they're serious, I'm making a move with you. You're at least with God. I'm sinking. Why would you leave your position of, of, of security to go sink to help Jesus. somebody out of sinking? Mm. Mm. And they ain't moved at all now. And actually, when you go to help them, you start sinking with them. They still going down? <laughs> Only you're going with them. All right, so just, just think about that. I'm, I'm let you jump in here one second. Let me give, give them this thought here. Mm -hmm. And so when we're playing off of God's love, See, when you love, you don't have to sell a covenant or marriage or commitment in any relationship, friendship or anything. You don't have to sell it. You don't have to strive for it. It's not something you have to strive for, and you definitely don't have to manipulate for it. You got to manipulate for someone to be committed to you. If you have to strive, if you got to sell it, that ain't love. Because if you, if you had to really go that hard to convince somebody... Let's, how you know it's going to take under pressure? See, commitment, right? Mm. That, that's true commitment. When a person has got the revelation and they decide, like, like my wife didn't have to sell me. She didn't have to strive with me and she didn't have to manipulate. Mm -hmm. I was all in. And I had a lot of two-week relationships. Well, I, look, I engaged her five months after we met. We got married five months after that. And, and, and we did we just we, we, now we went through some mountains <laughs> but, but I'm saying but we went through it but it wasn't her selling me right you see what I'm saying that, that, that's what's so tough about that you, it, you shouldn't have to go through that and this is the thing if you have to sell it you're, you're an accessory not essential mm -hmm. and this is the thing commitment a person automatically sees you as essential I can't live without you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to keep going, hey, I'm important, right? What about me? What about this? It's not a competition. You're essential. Mm -hmm. And so let's say you don't see that. You got to sit down and go, okay, so how important am I to you? Because I'm going to tell you, when you do this, this is how it affects me. And the person go, too bad, so sad. You already know. But if a person, whoa, I never even realized that. You see what I'm saying now? So, so you want to be uh, essential, not an option. You had a thought? Yeah, I, know, I, I, I did. A couple of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I really was thinking through that because one of the things that uh, I'm kind of passionate about is that women understand how to be irresistible. Like, you can be an irresistible woman. And... One of the things, uh, I interviewed him, and I said, so tell me, from a man's perspective, what makes a woman irresistible? And one thing you said that stuck out the most for me was, you said that she, all the I do or I won't do, all the, uh, you know, I'll never do this, I'll never do that, goes out the door. You had a way of this, the way you said it, but it was and it was smooth how you said it. But basically, okay. that's what he was saying. Uh -oh. He was he was saying basically, <laughs> he was saying basically, uh, they'll make you forget about all the things you said you wouldn't do, all the things you said you wouldn't w w wouldn't have. Like one of the things he said when you when you said that he said um, one of the things I thought about was uh, I used to always say that nobody would want an already made family. 
Well, before I met him, that was his thing. He said, I'll never marry somebody that had already made family. Guess what? I had already made family. So see, I was irresistible. He couldn't resist having me. <laughs> Thank you. He couldn't it's resist true. having it's me true. because, and then he probably said, I'll never marry somebody that had been married before. Well, guess what? I was married before. I was irresistible to you. That's true. <laughs> so, well, well, look, look, look. This is the good thing. What you said, it's uh, that's what happens with the, the eagles when they get together. Mm. See that the the actual eagle, the female eagle, is designed to be larger than the male eagle. And so, when they when the male eagle shows interest, the female eagle takes off and, and starts to fly, and and the the, the male eagle goes in pursuit. And so while he's in pursuit, the female eagle take a huge boulder and try to drop it, try to kill him. And he has to, he has, he has to maneuver around it. Then she might take a huge tree stump. Now you might say to yourself, is she trying to kill that dude? No, she's testing to see if she's worth it. Mm -hmm. She's also testing to see how he deals with adversity. And so when they mate and that female e e eagle is sitting there nurturing the children and the other female is going, where your husband at? Oh, he out there providing. How you know he going to be able to handle what it takes to get what you need? Oh, no, no, no. I seen, I, I seen him in action. Oh, he, he could deal with anything. Well, how you know he ain't messing with some other female? Oh, no, 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 no. He was willing to die for me. So, so I'm so important. He operated like I might as well be dead without you. I was, I'm essential. I ain't worried about my man. He out there handling his business. You see what I'm saying? Like, like, and that's the same thing. Like you, y'all you <laughs> <laughs> something else. Hey, look, they're gonna be calling us on that one. Well, remember, you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, so it's, it's essential, not option. And this, this starts in both of our lives. You know, because men want to be valued too, but it starts in both of our lives with Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his mm -hmm. righteousness, and all things will be added. Now, the interesting thing is, because our relationship starts with God, giving his life for us, we're supposed to start our, our most essential relationship with giving our lives to God first. If that's your habit, your default at your core, that's how you treat all your relationships. People that you value, you'll put first. See, some people are not value. Some, some people in your life are no valuable than this watch. They're accessories. You let them know when you need them. When you want to talk, when you want to eat, when you want to have sex, you know, when you want arm candy or, or whatever, or when you want protection or provision, they're accessories. They're not essential. See, and none of us get a pass from that. Like, my wife can't just be rolling like, like I'm just a watch. <laughs> Did you do this for me? Did you take care of this? Did you take care of that? Did you think about me? Did you love me? Did you get this done? Did you get that done? Are you praying for me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love I, 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 Listen, all that's wonderful, but I'm not just a watch. Like, I have to have a level of value, too. I can't be an interruption. You see what I'm saying? If I'm an interruption, how, how's that going? That, that's not going to flow well. 
if, if, if my son and my grandchildren, they're essential. But I'm like, oh, okay, I, 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 chill out, honey. I'll get to you. No, 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 no. That's not, listen. I guarantee ain't no man in here sitting around like, okay, <laughs> all right, just let me know when you need me. <laughs> no. See, so it starts with where you are with God. Mm -hmm. When you have a weak relationship with God and God is uh, an accessory to you, mm -hmm. you're going to treat every other relationship the same way. You know, there's a saying uh, that, I, it's, I'm going to paraphrase it, but it was talking about that uh, when a man finds a woman uh, in God, he has to go deep in God to find her. I paraphrased it. But imagine, you know, if that woman is really in the Lord, you know, he has to, he has to, to find her. He has to go deep in God. But a lot of times, you know, the woman shifts her relationship with God to pursue a relationship with the man. And now he and her is, is out of order. Um, and like you talked about the quicksand. That's, yeah, you that's, want that's the guy with that. God, but he ain't got to get right. close to God to find you. To find you, Because yeah. you're not buried in God. Mm -hmm. That's important. So you, you can facilitate. Hey, listen, somebody that wants you, they'll follow you as, as far as you go. So if you go deep into God, they'll follow you. Guess what? Some of, the, some of these dudes will follow you uh, into the pits of hell. They'll get so caught up, they'll follow you in the pits of hell. So the thing is, like, I can't believe my man ain't doing this. My man ain't doing that. Listen, I'm going to tell you, there ain't no man on this earth that can take care of a woman without having the fullness of God. Mm -hmm. We don't have enough. I'll repeat, we don't have enough. We need God. But guess what? If you're not deep in God, Scripture says the woman wins the man over by her manner of living, 1 Peter 3. Mm -hmm. By the lifestyle she has. But if she all up in God, I guarantee you, that man, only way, because that's the only way he's going to get with you is getting get, get God. So if you compromise in your walk, hmm. you're helping him to compromise his. Well, and then you don't... Help me suitable, right? That's good. Um, the other thing, too, is, you know, remember uh, the, the little kids, he loves me, he loves me not, he loves me, he loves me not. Women go through that because, you know, and it's unnecessarily. They don't have to go through that. Because God has given us some safeguards that we can use, utilize to, to cause the man to wait. You're right, right. <laughs> but we be giving it up. And as a result of that, we constantly, does he love me? He loves me not. He loves me, he loves me not. Well, you got some safeguards that you can, you, you can hold your purity, you know, uh, because that man will pursue you. He, sometimes it is after that, but... I'm just saying. Sometimes it may be after that, but you can weed out those people that is after that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Very you well, know what I'm saying? Very well put. Yeah. After so that. So a, a lot of times we have these safeguards, but we don't use them to our advantage. You know, again, we we take away the man's pursuit by just giving ourselves away. I give myself away, so you can use me <laughs> I give myself away seriously we give ourselves away not realizing that those those things that we I mean we can safeguard against these prowlers uh, <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> I'm just being honest there's prowlers on the hunt you know for for your goods and and so you you have you have what you need to make yourself 
irresistible to make someone want you and to do whatever it takes to get you. But we just be making it easy. Mm. We make it very easy. They don't have to work. They don't have, they don't have to do nothing. And that's not God. That's, that's not right and it's not God. So, so, so either you're solid in your relationship with God as a single or you're in covenant with two people that are in God. But there's really no middle ground. And I think that's where the world tries to get us in this middle ground to compromise uh, truly what, what, what committed relationships about. Even we don't even have committed friendship. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's all, it's conditional. Mm -hmm. You know, if you do this or if you wear this or if you look like this or if you talk like this, even from when you're young to when you're old, that's not a friend. Like if you got to change your whole character and the way mm -hmm. you flow, like some of you come to church, man, listen, we love you. You're powerful. You have great insight. But you're different when you're at work. Mm. You're different around your peers, your friends. Don't let your, your peer or your friend be what we deem in this world as high profile. You ain't going to say Jesus at all. Because mm -hmm. I don't want to lose the hookup or the connection. But you're connected to Christ. Mm -hmm. And cheating them from their connection. Mm -hmm. so, so, so that middle ground is, is dangerous and, I, and, and, and I, you know, I wanted to say this because we're either uh, preparing for or committed to uh, a covenant or now when I say covenant we're going to highlight this in the next, next uh, week or probably Wednesday boundaries so scripture says 1 Corinthians 13 11 1 Corinthians 13 11 says when I was a child Spake as a child, understood as a child, thought as a child. And when I became a man, I put off childish things. So I don't speak like a child. I don't just be talking. I don't process like a child, right? Mm -hmm. Right? It's, 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 it says our whole flow is different. So basically what it's saying is, is uh, I have boundaries in what I speak, have boundaries in what I say, and have boundaries in what I allow myself to process. So we be allowing all types of fantasies and imaginations and thoughts and words and, and music and whatever in our mind. That's childish. When you just, when you actually think it's all good because you don't want to be responsible for what you intake or responsible for what you participate in or responsible for what you're around. That's not evil, but it is childish. Mm -hmm. Because as you mature, you know, I was at the game and, you know, you, you watch some of these kids. But I, I was watching the kids and I watched their flow. Like, there's certain things they know what to do and what not, not to do. They weren't just all over the place. Like, they didn't go out to the car and just run down the street and around the corner in a neighborhood that they're not from. But if they were operating on some of our adult philosophies, they would have done that. Because it's all good. It don't make a difference, right? And then there was, a, there was tons of people there. They didn't just go around everybody and just like leave their parents and just, just, just roll with anybody. And, and most of the parents in the room be like, where are you going? And what are you doing? And how are you just talking to them? Guess what? God is saying that to us. Where are you going? What are you doing? And why are you just talking to them? You don't know them? Is what he's saying. But we go out to these little get-togethers just because they're hyped. 
but you're exposing yourself to stuff that you don't realize, okay? I just want you to think about that. Let me just piggyback on that. You know, the, the question I think uh, God is asking us, do we care enough for people that we are in contact with? Do we care enough for their salvation? Do we care enough, you know, that, you know, they may, you see and you know that they're doing some things that could be destructive. Do you care enough to, to share a different perspective? Even if they, you know, are kicking and screaming, are, do, do you care enough to just say, hey, had you considered this? Or have you thought about that? Whatever the case is, but do you care about, because if, if these really truly are your friends, are you really being a friend that is in truth? Are you, are you really being a friend? Or are you just, uh, you, what would they call a friend that's not really a friend? A front. A front. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and God designed all of us to be a good friend. No greater love than this, than a man lay down his life for a friend. Or like you always say, lay down your like. So, you know, you can't, you know, it's horrible to know a person's making some bad choices and you know it and they know it, but you ain't saying nothing about it. That's not, that's not God. That's, that's selfish. You, you want the person to like you. You don't want to ruffle the feathers, but God is really desiring for us to stand up for righteousness. Stand up for, you know, what you believe. I mean, because you win them over by your testimony. You know, um, you know I think about, you know, you uh, was in um, promoting at one point. And, and now you know that type of lifestyle would not be conducive to, to what God is doing in your marriage. But God will use that to, to, to help other people that may not have that, that rhema or that, you know, that revelation. Okay, I needed to make some different moves in my life because I now have somebody that I'm responsible for. But imagine if you said nothing. If you allowed them, you see them tripping and falling and, you know, and you said nothing. You know, God is going to look at you like, you know, you know, son, I delivered you, not just for you, but for others. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you have to really, really ask yourself the question, do you care enough for these so-called friends? And, uh, and you care enough to save them when they're making wrong choices and stuff. So I wanted to put that out. So let me just, let us just show you something real quick. We, okay. we can walk up here. We can walk okay. Up. So. Mm -hmm. So we get together, we get married, we start off in this relationship together. Now, before that, we had a relationship with God, mm -hmm. okay? So I had committed to God, she had committed to God. Mm -hmm. That relationship with God brought us together, right? So it's, we're playing off of laying down our life. God laid down his life for us. We committed to that relationship. We get into a relationship with God. We're seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All things are added. Mm -hmm. So now we decide to come together now, we can come together and compromise. And, and, and it, it was some friction there for a while because we established a different type of commitment with God at, at first. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I mean, I was probably getting on her nerves, you know. Well, I was getting on her nerves, um, you know, because I, I, you know, I showed up Bible man. I wasn't like that coming up. There's, there's people watching that watched this video from North New Jersey. Like, I remember when you did such and such. But when I came to Ohio, I committed to... God. And I was all in. And I, was, I, I carried my Bible everywhere I went. And so every time somebody say something to me, or when she would say something, I was like, oh, don't take my word for it. It's in the book. And I was just go to the book. And then, you know, everything was Bible, Bible, Bible. And she was like, you know, sometimes it's too spiritual, but we 
for us to be together, we had to harmonize. Mm -hmm. So now we, we're, we, we started to walk together, right? <laughs> now, as we're walking together, there's different things, uh, people she's around, people I'm around, situations we're around, that's tempting to pull us in their direction. Mm -hmm. How we're making our choice, is it keeping us mm -hmm. on our path to God? So Matthew 7.13 says, uh, uh, narrow is the way that leads to life and peace. Mm -hmm. Broad is the way that leads to destruction, right? Mm -hmm. So we're trying to stay seeking first the kingdom of God in communion with God and communion with each other. Mm -hmm. But there's opportunities to do things. If those opportunities are going to take us away from each other, if it's not going to keep us in harmony and on that, that straight path, we can't do them, mm -hmm. Right? And, it, and it's not something you can do casually because some things are going to look like godly. Mm -hmm. Like some of y'all right now, you, you're struggling with your relationship with God and music. This is something that the youth was, we, we're talking about with the youth. And in your struggle, what you, when you come to Christ, what are you looking for? You're looking for some of the flavor that you had, even though uh, Lucifer has the greatest flavor of music ever, mm -hmm. Right? He's, he, he, his music probably sound better than anything you ever heard before. But you say to yourself, well, I wanna, so, what, so how could I still do some of the things I used to do? What are we playing off of? Where we were, not where we at. Mm -hmm. And how could I still, so then if, if an artist you know, say God. You just, anything God. Any, matter of fact, at first it was when I was coming up, it was somebody said God. I'd be like, cool, they say God. You heard them say God, right? So they okay. <laughs> they okay. Then you, then you be, no, I'm sat down, you, you talking. Yeah, you know, such, such, I heard them say God. Did you hear that song? They said God. You weren't even, you weren't even talking to nobody about God. But as soon as your artist said God, but you never looked at the details. What God? That's true. There's one particular group when we get into music here. I know the youth are going to get this. But when we get into it here, this particular group, people but hey, world famous for years. They, they say God. They talking about a sun God. But if you wasn't paying attention, you'd be like, they say God, though. They say God, though. Right? Then, okay, now, but that's way back. You know, now, you know what y'all do now? If they say anything that sounds like Christian language. So if they just say blessed. Mm -hmm. Or saved. Anything like that. Anything close. They, they said blessed. So they got to be a Christian, right? They got to be a Christian, right? Mm -hmm. So that means it's okay for me to listen to them, right? The Bible says do everything in decent, decently and in order. It's excellent. Attention to detail. So for us to walk together, we got to pay attention to the details. Because there's things that she, that, that okay, I'm saying I might be exposed to all that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. She may go, oh, oh, oh you might want to look a little harder at that. Mm -hmm. Eventually, that's going to pull you outside mm -hmm. the line. And the scripture says, can two walk together unless they, they be, be agreed? agreed? I'm going to get in business. So this is going to be my business partner. So we start out with God. We come together. But now some of the things that we decide to do, I may decide to tie. Just keep, my, keep all of our finances in covenant. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, she may go, man, ain't nobody trying to get no 10% um, uh, of my resources to, to what? Listen, you can give 10%. Are we in agreement? Mm -mm. Right, you see what I'm saying? Like, so we have to stay in agreement, mm -hmm. so we can walk together. Because if if 
if I start doing things that's going to pull me outside of the covenant, we're not walking together. Mm -hmm. We're walking, but not together. Right. And you can sense when you, when you well, I, we can sense mm -hmm. when you're not together, when there's a, a void or cavern or gap. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm different than anybody else. Like, even my friendships here and my relationships in the church, if I sense that something's uneasy, we're going to have a conversation. I'm not, not a rebuke or nothing like that. I'm like, okay, seems like, you know, you're flowing different. Mm -hmm. Seems like you're operating different. You're a little edgy right now. Talk to me. Did I offend you? I've talked to people. Did I offend you? Is this something that we did? Now, again, I can't chase you out of the presence of God. But I can at least say, hey, hey well, where are we? Everybody that's ever been to this church has had that opportunity, even if they're not here no more. Mm -hmm. Right? As opposed to what some other people do, they may get offended and walk away. They ain't never even talked to you. Mm -hmm. No, we don't do that. We're going to, hey, let's talk because we do it at our house. I'd be like, man, this is going to be a tough conversation, but I'm just, something ain't right. We could be driving in a car, having a nice day. If something funky, like, hold on, babe, come on, something done changed. <laughs> even if she goes, nah, nothing, nothing else she used to do back in the day. Be like, nothing, nothing. I'm like, listen, I ain't crazy. It's something, something. And after a little deliberation, I done uh, said something, looked the wrong way, did something. I, done, I, I did something. Whatever. It might, even it wasn't intentional. I did something. I was like, oh, God. I said, so we done went through an hour of conversation, and the whole time, something was in there. And so that's healthy. Hey, let's talk about it because the relationship is worth it. We're not going to just let this go. See, so, so again, why? Because we're walking like in this narrow path, like this is a narrow path. I love sanctuaries because they always have a narrow path. <laughs> Matthew 7, 13, right? It's a narrow way. Guess what? And, and it's going to take a lot for us to stay in this narrow way. <laughs> Guess what? Now, this interesting thing about this narrow way, there's boundaries. Mm -hmm. so, so, so we got to make sure we stay within the boundaries. See, we think the, the Bible's laws, precepts, commandments, statues, we look at them as what we can't do. It's not as much about prevention as it is about protection. Little Tatum, I saw when he was up here, you know, because this, this is his domain now. He's got to come <laughs> spend some time at the sanctuary. I mean, uh, the, uh, oh. the altar. So when he was sitting there the other day, uh, her Natalie asked for the little plugs for the uh, socket. Right? And so let's say if there was no plug, she would say, hey, Tatum, don't go over there. She's not trying to hurt him. She's trying to protect him. Mm -hmm. Right? If the stove is hot, hey, 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 come back from there. We do that with adults. Hey, hey, yo, oh, 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 that, 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 that pot, that pan is hot. How come we don't go, see, there you go. You're trying to control me. There you go. See, it, you know what? It's legalism up in here. It's just legalism, man. You can't go nowhere near the stove and stuff. All right, go ahead and touch the, touch the pot then. Go ahead. Go ahead and burn yourself. No, no, it's for protection. Mm -hmm. Boundaries. See, when I was a child, I didn't consider the things outside of the boundaries. So I burnt myself. I hurt myself. You see what I'm saying? I, I created trauma. Yeah. So what if the people in your life were sent in your life for you to tell them the boundary? Mm. Will you tell them? 
Because what if God said, you know what, I'm going to handpick this person because everybody else they've been around wouldn't say nothing. But I'm going to handpick this couple. I'm going to handpick this person, this girl, this guy, because maybe they will share what they know. But then we, we dismiss it because it's uncomfortable to tell the truth. But it becomes at their expense. See, so, so, so as we start talking about boundaries and, mm. and, and we'll cover every aspect of relationship, listen, you deserve to benefit from this life. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if we're going through the same stuff we went before we came to Christ, so why do we come to Christ? You came to Christ to have more peace, mm -hmm. right? And this is the thing. Through this process, you're going to have to be humble enough to expose yourself. All right, so, so, so this is the, the scripture says in Genesis 2.18, it's not good for man to be alone. And when it says man, it's really talking about male and female. Mm -hmm. Man is mankind, right? Mm -hmm. Why? Because you're leaning to your own understanding. You could deceive yourself. You know, Proverbs 3 says you can lean to your own understanding. Uh, James chapter 1, verse 19 says you could deceive yourself. 2 Timothy says you can oppose yourself and have to be recovered from yourself. Now, the challenge is anybody that's in that situation never thinks it's them. You know, if you knew you were being deceived, why would they call it deception? Mm. Right? And so, so, so this... I'm private or that's my business in the kingdom you have to realize that everybody's supposed to benefit from one another we're yeah. fitly joined together mm -hmm. but a person may have your benefit but if you don't tell the truth they can't give you the help you need mm -hmm. so you're protecting yourself from looking bad only sinking deeper in the quicksand to look even badder mm. As opposed to what's not exposed can't be helped. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. What's not, so, so, and you gotta, first of all, this is, a, we're, we're a family here, this is Zaire's family, you know, people online calling in, stuff like that. Listen, ain't nobody here, how you gonna know who love you? Display the cracks, you're gonna find out who love you. Mm -hmm. Because they have to love all of you, where you are, where you're going, where you could be, not just the, what was the, the perfect pre presented you? The front. Mm -hmm. All right? Any thoughts? Yeah, I did want to say this. People that are pursuing marriage or, you know, they're in the process of maybe they're boyfriend or girlfriend, but they're moving in that direction. Like, you, if, if the person's not doing what you desire for them to do while you're in that state, that's, that's a flag. That's a red flag right there. Because... I promise you, if you can't get them to do the one thing, you know, like come to church, like get closer to God, like pray, like whatever, you can't get them to do that. When they get married, oh, you basically have to live with the fact that, hey, this is who I am. So you have that advantage. Take advantage of that. Don't just, I've, it hurt me so bad. We, he and I both were at, um, there was a young lady uh, a, a while ago. A young lady was kind of digging a person and and we we had a, a meeting because you mm. know you bring bring them before us and the goal is you know let us check them out <laughs> that was the most embarrassing moment of my life because I asked the question I think I asked the question like 
do you see your do you see a future with this person oh no it ain't all like that now mind you the person thought it was all like that now the the the, the sad part about it is that person would have been that they would have been cut that day it cut from your team cut from my team everything else they would have been cut but I, I was grieved because for whatever reason, it wasn't enough for the person to cut them. And I'm thinking to myself, why are you, that's thirsty, that's desperate, that's, you, you, you deserve better. And if this person is saying before your pastors, like, you know, I, I, oh no, it ain't all like that. I, you know, like. I, hey, <laughs> listen, we had a couple come in to God. Well, I say this. Uh, he participated in a sport that another young lady participated to. Mm -hmm. And the whole time he was talking, he said, oh my, oh, hey, we on the same team? Oh, man, we be getting down. And the, and, the, and the future spouse was in there. I was like, dude, you are really blowing it right now. Like, you know. But he, that's how he rolled. Like, it was like she wasn't essential. He didn't have her picture up at the job. He never invited her to the job. Like, she was like <laughs> secret, secret partner. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, you know, almost like he's embarrassed. No, no, I ain't. You're an accessory. I ain't going to let nobody know like we together. You could be messing up my game. You don't take, was it, sand to the beach? I mean, you know, ain't trying to take no sand to the beach. But, you know, we can waste time is my point. Mm -hmm. You can waste time with somebody that's not even on the same page as you. And, and, and so if in that period of courting and dating, that's the time the pursuit should be heavy. If it ain't heavy, oh, my God, you, you done basically found out what it's going to be like when you get married. Because you don't change your pursuit when you get, when you right. get to a Right. Oh, it actually. Like, like I'm still pursuing this woman. Mm-hmm. What? Well, and she. <laughs> She, and she's flying at a rapid pace, so I got to keep up. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. not intentional. It's just, but when you love somebody, <laughs> when you love... Yeah, I think it is intentional. It's so I think funny. she just liked the pursuit. It's so funny. We were... Come on, keep on, keep on, keep on coming. <laughs> he is so funny. <laughs> like, I asked him to do something. He was like... <laughs> like no, nah, that's not what I did. We, I was driving the car. I was like... <laughs> and she's like, what's that noise? I said... Yeah, like I said, boy, that whip is, that whip is coming out hard. Oh, <laughs> but 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 in in reality, as as we continue to go forward, every time we do boot camp, every time we talk about relationships, actually, some people probably didn't show up because they don't want to know. Hmm. That's true. Think about this: I'm unhappy, yeah. and I don't want to know. Listen, it's, 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 you're, you ain't getting around this. Yeah. It costs something mm -hmm. to be at peace yeah. and to be in a great relationship. Yes, it does. And know what it costs? Tough conversation. Mm -hmm. The truth. A tough conversation, that, listen, listen, nobody's ready for that. Like, like I can't see my, I, I have blind spots. I can't see everything. She sees more about me than I do. I see more about her than she does. Mm -hmm. So when she tells me stuff, listen, look, we, we are a wonderful couple. But don't, trust me, I'm not sitting around and going, oh, tell me more about this dumb stuff I did. <laughs> and I, oh, now that was retarded right there, wasn't it? Oh, well, just tell me more. I just love when you tell me this idiotic move I made. It doesn't roll like that. I'm gripping my teeth just like you. 
I'm like, hey, and sometimes our reflection be defensive. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to talk me down. Mm -hmm. Y'all know that's hard, <laughs> right? So, so, but we get we get through those conversations. Same thing with her. The reflex is the person is, it may come across defensive, but they really don't want to disappoint you. Mm -hmm. That's good. That the, the, the biggest thing is they really don't want to disappoint you. Yeah. And and guess what? In most cases, they've been working hard not to disappoint mm -hmm. you. So when you point out mm -hmm. another thing, they're mm -hmm. like. I learned that like, about can, you. Can, yes. Can, I know. Can, can a brother can ever it? get there? <laughs> <laughs> Why you keep moving the line? I just. <laughs> I'm thinking like. <laughs> look, look, I thought like this. He's like, oh, line down there. <laughs> that's so good. Keep the line in the same place for you. No, that's But, real, but the reality real is, nobody. Because I, I, I've talked I've talk to her one time and. and and I was just like, why are you, you being so defensive? And, and she was like, basically, I, I feel, oh, actually, no, this, this is the other day. I, she said something, and what, what I'm trying to do in my life is talk about it. I'm not mad. Some of y'all, I've told y'all, I was like, I'm not mad. I said, but I'm going to talk about it. I'm not going to store stuff. You never have to worry about the pastor sitting around going, I wonder what he's thinking. No, you would have heard it. <laughs> so you don't have to guess. So, so I just, I just be saying, so, hey, babe. So, in this situation, if it'll flow better if this like this or or has this impact. And then I went and start studying. But while I was studying, the Holy Spirit said, hey, send her a text. Just let her know she's right upstairs. But send her a text. Let her know with hearts and stuff. Let her know, love you. And then I went back to studying. I was being <laughs> obedient. So her response was, I thought you were disappointed in me. I was like, huh? See, I wasn't even on that page. But you, but you understand how sometimes the other person just thinks you're disappointed. So they're not defending, so saying it's okay that they're doing it. They're like, listen, I do love you. I get, get, give me a shot here. Like I'm working on some things. Right? And that's what the response is. So that initial response is, man, I, I blew it again, huh? <laughs> I disappointed you. I wasn't there for you. That's the initial. But we take the initial response like, see, can't nobody tell you nothing. Well, you just created another argument. Because they're not saying you can't tell them nothing. They're reacting to it, shock and awe. And sometimes to your funky attitude. I slipped that in there too. <laughs> the package sometimes is not. Yeah. Why can't you just share the disappointment without the crazy package? Right. You know, you're saying the right thing in the wrong package. It's a, it's a great information in a package of razor blades. But for, for a person to get to the, to the present, they got to cut themselves up. <laughs> <laughs> they never even got to the contents. They bleeding right. all over the place. Got to go get first aid and could get the information. So you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, like, like this, these, so you're going to have these conversations but it's be those conversations are better than the toleration that's eventually going to explode mm -hmm. or going to lead to resentment. Resentment, re un unmet, unrealistic expectations leads to resentment. Resentment leads to separation. Separation leads to divorce. And we're not just talking about marriages. We're talking about friendships. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, people you work with, your partners, jobs, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Because what? Unmet, you know, you're a manager. Is unmet. Unmet expectations leads to resentment. Mm -hmm. The person, for some reason, they ain't listen to nothing you're saying now. Now it leads to separation. They're there, but they're not there. Yeah. And then it leads to, to them leaving a the job when next week they were being promoted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So at every level of our lives, you don't have to do that. You can actually talk it through. You can have mm-hmm. conversations. Get out your head mm-hmm. and express yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? But don't express yourself with all that crazy packaging. Mm-hmm. Right? But sometimes the person that's crazy packaging things is fear. Like you got to share a truth that you don't think the person want to hear. So you get worked up. Mm-hmm. Right? You do that. Kids do it. They, they don't care about me. They ain't thinking about me. And they just get worked up, worked up. Be like, well, well, mom, you don't care about me. Well, the mom like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm the one that was wiping your butt before you, like, you became this wonderful, great, smart, Einstein type of child. Oh, but all of a sudden I don't care. So now the argument is on who cares or not. When really you just want to say, hey, when you do that, I understand. I, I, I've missed it here and I didn't know things here. But I'm at an age now where I'm starting to have my own desires mm-hmm. and thoughts. Some of them may be off and we could talk about them, but I need you to hear me now. Like, like you thinking for me and everybody else in the building. Like, like but excuse me, your thoughts are nice, but they don't customize to my needs. Mm. You see what I'm saying? But you got to have those conversations without getting all worked up or without just having a funky attitude. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. thought I slipped that in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you talking to me? <laughs> right? Yeah, because sometimes them little funky attitudes, you know. So now it's already going to start out the wrong way. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so, so th- this, this is you have But a, a lot a pl- of times it's learned behavior. 